Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. How the heck's everybody doing out there today? Oh, that good, huh? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Welcome, everybody. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. You know, it's really kind of interesting. Hold on one second. I got to sit down. Oh, that's my James Brown imitation. Oh, welcome, everybody. You know, it's really fascinating. We've got a great show for you guys today. Um, One of the things that you're going to get to experience, and probably many of you already do, is, you know, the connection with Robin Alexis. And, you know, Robin has a great show, follows me on Wednesdays um, at the noon hour. And uh, it's so interesting because she and I have been kind of in this connection for a number of years now. And I would venture to say that Robin has been on the network, wow, I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, almost as long as I have, if not even longer. And we'll talk to her about that today. But it's so great to be able to have her on the show. We're going to really talk about something very, very cool. You know, this is our Psychic Solutions Hour. Have you ever been abducted by aliens or seen a UFO? Have you ever been abducted by aliens and seen a UFO? Steve Lance is joining us here today. And, of course, the host of Mystic Radio, Robin Alexis. They're going to speak about their real-life experience with spaceship sightings, abduction experiences, and more. Now, for those of you out there, we always love to honor our guests. And I know many of you would love an opportunity to call in and to connect with Robin. And what I want to say about that is in the spirit of of the way Robin does her shows, we open up the phone lines early and we keep them open. For those of you that would like uh, to uh, get in the queue to connect with Robin and Steve live on air, the best way to do that is 1-800-930-2819. That's our toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. So one of the things I want to start off by is, you know, I'll talk a little bit about Robin and who and who Robin is. You know, if you've ever listened to her show or you've ever listened to her uh, her journey, uh, she is somebody that has had a, more than one bout uh, with the Grim Reaper. She has had three near-death experiences and a lot of bittersweet life experiences. She and I have a bit in common with that. And, you know, what does that mean to have a bittersweet life experience? And so you can read about all of that uh, in her personal life story in her book, Robin's Song, Treasure Your Soul's Wisdom. 
And Soul's Wisdom is what today's show is really about. You know, she decided to come out, learn the art of healing, and became an amazing uh, Reiki master and brought her gifts to the world. But something changed. Something happened in her life. You know, something that really points to how the universe works, how things get lined up. And, you know, what happens in terms of her extraordinary gifts? One of the things I love to talk about is I love to talk about the experience that the, you know, whatever you believe in, the higher power, God, the universe, whatever that is, it always has an incredible plan. And the plan that it has for us is probably a plan that gets revealed to us along the way. But in that revelation, we are sometimes shocked because it's not what we have laid out in our lives for ourselves. And so here we are. We're going to be speaking with this incredible, incredible individual who, despite all of the ups and downs in her life, has said yes and has said yes about what spirit guides really say, what they really do, and how the masters have revealed themselves. Also joining us is Steve Lance, a personal professional experience in the arts, covers a broad range. You know, this is something that when you talk about and you read somebody's bio, you kind of scratch your head a little bit and you say, oh my gosh, you know, here is another incredibly gifted individual that somehow got topped on the shoulder by an angel or by wisdom or whatever you want to call it to do the kinds of things that he's meant to do in life. And, and so for us today, you know, this is somebody that learned filmmaking and learned about what filmmaking in the 21st century is really all about. You know, what are some of the things that we are now seeing come to the forefront? You know, why are even some of the most difficult uh, films out there in terms of um, what their their content is and uh, their ratings? Why some of those films out today are just not doing it for a lot of people? So today we get to talk to both Steve and we get to talk to both Robin. Steve, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be on the show. Uh, and we uh, do we have Robin? We'll try it. Okay, we, Benny, we'll give Robin a let, let's chat with Steve for a minute. Uh, you know, one of the things that I was talking about and I was reading, you know, information about both you and Robin and, you know, it was really clear to me as I look at my own life that there are some things that I just couldn't plan for myself, you know, and, and something else has to be operating. What do you think has been operating if, for you in your life? You know, we hear that song, The Long and Winding Road. Uh-huh. Is that what your life was a little bit like, Steve, maybe? (laughs) Uh, Sort of. I mean, um, I would say I had a fairly normal childhood. Uh, I wasn't uh, real close with my father, um, but I later forgave him because I realized that uh, his being a distant father to me is what inspired me to become a a big brother, and that became a big part of my life. And I also think that it helped me get more in touch with my loving and spiritual side. But I've had some unusual twists and turns over the years. Uh, Of course, I've been in the film business, uh, video production for quite a while, but I also have been studying UFOs for, well, since I was 10 years old. Mm -hmm. And I've uh, spoken to 
God, I don't know how many witnesses, dozens and dozens of witnesses as part of the uh, Phoenix Lights documentary that I produced uh, in 19, uh, well, actually 2005 is when we originally released it, and then it was picked up for distribution in 2008. Um, so I've interviewed many witnesses, I, including friends and family, including my own mother, uh, who have seen UFOs. And then uh, in 2005 in November, I had my first sighting, and I've actually had dozens of sightings since. And some of those sightings involve uh, telepathic communication. And I, my last sighting was uh, last year during the solar eclipse. When it happened, it was during the day, and I had my binoculars, and this craft flew right over our heads. So there's there's some really great stories to share. Yeah. I mean, it's, when I talk about the long and winding road, I mean, that's kind of what I what I when I think about how we are at the place that we are in our lives. But what does that mean? You know, in terms of the many times you had to say yes, mm-hmm. yes to the things you've seen, yes to the things you've learned, yes to the things, you know. Yeah. And most of that cuts against the grain for a lot of folks. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, and, and sometimes it's a very unusual series of events that will lead you on to something that totally changes your life. That's it. That's what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> yeah. and you can't plan those events, plan right? <laughs> no, no. I mean, you're like you're sitting there one day and all of a sudden you're watching American Idol or whatever you're watching on TV and something happens. Either right. it's a phone call or an email or a text message. And little do you know that that event is going to change your life. And maybe for a moment you stop doing what you're doing because of that. Mm -hmm. And you look out the window. And as you look out the window, you see something that nobody would believe that you've seen. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting, for example, the Phoenix Lights documentary, uh, which has won numerous awards. It's been seen all over the world. Uh, It's been on pay-per-view. It's been in Blockbuster. It's been distributed very widely and seen by a lot of people. That whole project really came about as a result of me teaming up with Dr. Lynn Kitai. And that happened because we met a, uh, an author uh, who was writing a book, and he happened to write the foreword in Dr. Lynn's book that she was just getting ready to put out. And he said, uh, you know, she's kind of interested in doing a documentary. You might want to talk to her. Is that something you might be interested in, a documentary on the UFOs? And of course, I jumped all over that yeah. because I have a history in that. But uh, the way we met the author, uh, none of this would have happened if we hadn't met him. And the way that happened was we were sitting in our hotel room in Scottsdale. My mother lives in Phoenix. And uh-huh. We were there on a family vacation, and uh, we, uh, she had bought a book that she was going to give a friend. And on the back cover uh, were the authors. And uh, actually, I'd asked her to read the inside cover of the book because it usually gives you a good summary of what the book's about. And when she got to the end and she mentioned the authors, and I saw Paradise Valley, and she goes, Paradise Valley, isn't that right next door? And I said, yeah. She goes, well, let's call this guy, Paul Perry, who was the author. And so she says, go get the phone book. So I go get the phone book. <laughs> now, I, at, at that point, we could have just not done anything. Right, exactly. And the Phoenix Lights never would have happened. But I went and got the phone book. So the next thing is, I guess it's a stroke of luck, is the fact that we found his number listed, and there was only two. Paul Perry's, and we called the first one, and it happened to be the author, which led to us having a lunch meeting with him a couple of days later, which a few weeks later led to me meeting Dr. Lynn, and that led to the Phoenix Lights. But you see how it, it started in a very 
sort of benign way. Yeah. In a very um, unpredictable way at any point. I mean, he, if he hadn't answered his phone, that would have been the end of it. Exactly. You know, if he wasn't listed, that would have been the end of it. So it's kind of interesting how uh, things do happen, and it's, it's uh, you don't realize it at the time, but it's something that really changes your life in a very big way. And <clears throat> I'm very proud of what the Phoenix Lights has done, and actually they have uh, some scenes from our documentaries that are in the new serious movie that's coming out, which is probably one of the most important documentaries of our time, and that's uh, actually being released right now. It's, it's uh, serious. It's by Dr. Stephen Greer. And um, anyway, uh, so we're very proud to be a part of that. And we've also had a presence in all of the uh, various conferences around uh, the country, including the, the MUFON conferences, the X conferences in Washington, D.C., and I'm not sure if you're aware, but they're having a big conference there now with the National Press Club, uh, which, is, of course, this whole event is being staged uh, um, it, I'm forgetting the name. Oh, it's huge. Second. But anyway, uh, yeah. it, to call attention to this, they actually have six congressmen, former congressmen, wow. who are listening in on wow. many, many days of testimonies. And this oh, is going this on is now. cool. Yeah, I love this. I love this because, you know, we are exposing ourselves. And you know what I mean by that is we are, and you know this better than anyone, especially, uh, you know, with Phoenix Lights. You know, we are in a world right now that you cannot keep the lid on things, right? You know, when my folks were growing up, it would take weeks to find out what your cousin or your aunt did or or if you ever did. Now we live in a world where millions of people come together under an umbrella of knowing. And you cannot shut that knowing down. Yeah, and that's the Internet. Yeah. And and it's the... uh... Uh, the fact that most people have cell phones, and pretty much all cell phones take pictures and or video. And that means that uh, there's a lot of information that's being shared worldwide instantaneously on the Internet. Uh, It can go viral um, on YouTube, and people all around the world can see uh, an event as it's played out. They can see uh, eyewitness eyewitness accounts. All this is readily available now that we didn't have back in those days. Right. Well, we're going to take a short break, Steve, because when we come back, we got lots to talk about. Steve Lance in the house. We're going to be talking about Phoenix Lights as well as we're going to be speaking with the most amazing, amazing Robin Alexis folks. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And remember, if you want to get in the show, want to get some calls in here, want to connect with Robin and Steve, 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back. Have you ever felt or seen spirit? Would you like to learn more about these beings of light? Michael Shane, founder of the Ascension Foundation, is inviting everyone to come join them on Sunday, May 5th to their free Namaste celebration of the Living Masters. Join Michael and the Masters for a fun-filled day of healing and enlightenment, followed by an evening of mystery and master communication apportation event. Michael, a very gifted, scientifically tested, trans-physical medium, will attempt to bring through an exceptional 
rare gift for everyone at the event. This sacred oil will be materialized right in your hand to assist you with healing and awakening. Admittance is free. For more information, please call the Ascension Foundation at 800-508-6437 or visit their website at michaelshane.com. That's M-Y-C-H-A-E-L shane.com. Having trouble keeping up with the accelerated, life-altering changes occurring on the planet? The Quantum Vortex is the brainchild of Meg Benedicte, a pioneer in quantum healing and energetic activations. Weaving together ancient spiritual knowledge, quantum physics, and vibrational healing, Meg Benedicte is accelerating change at the cellular level. For more details on private sessions, meditation CDs, downloads, and teleseminars, visit NewEarthCentral.com. Tune in each Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Awakening Radio with Patricia. This hit show awakens your dormant, divine, feminine energy. The Awakening Show is the next step on your evolutionary journey through life. Get ready to awaken the dormant seedings within you, your soul's encodement, power, and purpose, and bring this forward with confidence and clarity through the power of your own voice. This show promises to boldly go where you've been before. You just need to remember, be inspired, become rewired with The Awakening Radio. Visit AwakeningRadio.com for weekly topics. Tune in to The Sandy Brewer Show, getting to the heart of what matters in your life. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and experience the powerful healing voice of Dr. Sandy Brewer, one of Call-In Talk Radio's most dynamic, compelling personalities. Get ready for inspiration and contagious humor and her been-there, done-that, no-nonsense advice to meet today's challenges. Listen and call in at 800-930-2819 for The Sandy Brewer Show. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, all of you, to the Dr. Pat Show. So sweet, that music. So, like, right out there. So so timely for this show, Mr. Benny. Nice. Very nice. I'm throwing a quiz at Taylor. Oh, and he's, still, it, he's trying to he? figure out what movie it comes from. Okay, But Taylor. I can't tell him. All right, so. no, no telling. I can't tell you. All right, no. He's got to figure okay, it out. Okay, good. Not even going to give us a hint to the year? Uh, it would be an 80s movie. Okay, 80s. Uh, 80s. Uh, this that is doesn't really, narrow it down. I know. Uh, but. <laughs> right, but I'm thinking. You got so me intense. thinking, dude. You got, you know, I'm thinking about it. You know. Uh, close Encounter? That's what he, that's his first pick. That was, that was, was your well first done. Did, is it no, true? No, that's not correct. Oh, 
So, well done, but not quite. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. This is the Dr. Pat Show. It's our Psychic Solutions Hour. Uh, first of all, let me just tell you, Robin Alexis is in the house. So for those of you out there that want to call in, uh, if you want to find out a little bit of something, what's going on in your life, uh, she's going to tell you a little bit about it and then some. Uh, Robin, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Steve, it is awesome to have you here. Um, what a wonderful encounter today's show is, if I might say. Great to have you here. Thank you so much. Robin. Looking forward to it. Yes, hello. Thanks for having us on. Yes, you little cutie, you. Uh, <laughs> I love, Robin, you and I have known each other how many years? I was trying to pinpoint it uh, earlier. It's five years. Has it five? It feels longer because remember we were doing those uh we were doing some of those uh, seminars here and so forth. I felt really longer. But anyway, it is great. Uh, I mentioned to all of you out there that on Wednesdays when I, you know, bullet out of here uh, at the noontime hour, Robin steps in. For those of you that need to find out more about that, it's really easy. We're going to give you information. You know what's so timely about this? And I was saying, Robin, I was telling Steve that you can't keep the lid on things anymore. I, I did an interview with a really interesting guy. I can't wait to have him back, Russell Targ. Now, Russell is um, one of these folks many people do not know anything about. They don't know him. They don't know where he's been or what he's doing. But he's the guy that um, is was part of the CIA research on remote viewing. And... After a gazillion years later, he has been able to publish a book on this and talk about the studies that were done in the CIA. And so, you know, here we are. We're talking about things today that Hollywood has made blockbuster movies about. And there's something interesting, Robin, I want to ask you. I mean... When we, when we see a movie that comes out, like ahead of its time, before our consciousness to catch up with it, don't you think there's a little something that's going on there? Oh, there's no doubt. It feels like someone knows something and they are wanting to manage our perception around the experiences that they already know that we're having. Exactly. And so I can't wait to the realization of what the movie Avatar was about shows up. But I have a feeling it's showing up anyway. You know, I want to thank you both for joining me here today. We were talking a little bit with Steve about, you know, some of his life experiences. And, you know, I guess the question that I, I, I would love to, to know from each of you is how this long and winding road has set you here today in this moment as spokespeople for talking about abductions and sightings and spaceships and all of that. You know, Steve, let's start with you. Um, uh, Well, as I was saying earlier, um, I've been studying UFOs since I was 10 years old. Um, I've probably seen every program, sightings, uh, all the different programs that that focused on that topic. Um, I've read had a gazillion books, a gazillion articles. Um, I've had the opportunity to speak to a lot of family members and friends who have seen things over the years. Um, I've interviewed many witnesses for the Phoenix Lights, uh, as well as uh, a couple of other projects that I have worked on after that. Um, and, and plus, being a pilot, I'm a licensed private pilot, have been since 87. Um, I've spoken to many pilots 
and even air traffic controllers who have shared their stories with me privately. And uh, these guys are salt of the earth. They tell it like it is. You know, they, if, if anybody knows what's flying around in our skies, it's pilots. And their testimonies are by far uh, the most uh, compelling because, uh, you know, they've got radars and they're, you know, everybody knows what's in their airspace. And when there's something there that doesn't belong there, uh, and then when they're looking at it and they see it's not an aircraft, well, you know, they're not making this stuff up. Right. Um, so I've, I've had um, a lot of uh, talks with people who have seen things. But then uh, in 2005, I had my, my first sighting, and this was a few months after we released the Phoenix Lights. Uh, and I, it's kind of a long story, but the short of it is that uh, my wife and I were flying to Nashville, uh, my wife, Fran, and I, and um, we uh, were supposed to meet up with a bunch of friends there uh, over the weekend and then have a business meeting. Well, uh, long story short, we didn't see anybody the entire weekend, which was really strange. Uh, the business meeting was pretty much, you know, uh, nothing happening there. So we decided we wanted to take an earlier flight back. And this flight happened to take us through Phoenix instead of Ontario, California. Well, it turned out that we were trying to take an earlier flight, but it ended up being a later flight because it was delayed in Dallas. And by the time we got into Phoenix and changed passengers and got up back up in the air, it was about 8.15 at night, which is around the time that the Phoenix light sighting happened in 1997. Now, I had made many trips to Phoenix uh, prior to that during production, and every time I would fly there, I would always look out the window. There's certain areas around Phoenix where I'd be looking for something. Well, on this particular night, I looked out the window. I was sitting on the left side of the aircraft on purpose because I wanted to look out towards the south end of Phoenix as we took off, and I knew the direction that the planes were taking off. So I look out the window. There's nothing there. I'm looking. I'm looking. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, I see these two very bright amber-looking orbs show up outside of the aircraft window, probably maybe a I'm, I'm going to guess somewhere between a half a mile and a mile away, roughly. I, it seemed like it was about a half a mile away. And and I looked at him. I go, oh, my God, I think those are the Phoenix lights. You know, I was, like, captivated by it. I showed Fran, and she saw them, too. And I watched them for a while, and then they just disappeared. They just kind of faded into nothing. And then a trio of F-16s flew by, and I thought that was kind of strange. And then they came back on again in the exact exact same spot. And I was like, okay, this is unusual. And I watched them, and they kind of drifted back. And when it got to the point where I couldn't see them anymore, they disappeared again. Mm. And I thought that was the end of the show. But then as we got further north in Phoenix, uh, roughly over the Sun City area, I looked out, and boom, they came on again. You know, same side-by-side configuration. And this is over a populated area. And I, I just want to emphasize, being a pilot, I understand airspace and airspace rules, FAA rules. The military pilots are not allowed to drop flares over populated areas. So there's no way these were flares, even though there's a lot of flare theorists out there. That I can guarantee you these were not flares. They weren't any kind of aircraft. They weren't any kind of natural phenomenon. In my opinion, they were light ships. And somehow, for some reason, uh, through a strange series of coincidences, we ended up on a flight leaving Phoenix at 8.15 at night, and there they are to, to say, hey, we want to validate this. We want you to know we really do exist. Well, that wasn't the first time I saw them. Oh, that was the first time, but that wasn't the only time. I saw them again, the same side-by-side orbs from my house in California. And uh, it happened actually right after uh, this gal named Blossom Goodchild, who uh, had put out an announcement on the Internet that there was going to be a mass sighting. And I didn't know if that was true or not, but Mm -hmm. I had all my cameras ready just in case. 
Mm-hmm. And, of course, it didn't happen. And so I was kind of questioning our ET family out there, you know, what gets here? You know, why don't you guys show up, do something? Well, I think it was either that night or the next night. I went outside. I was going from my office up into my house, and I always would look up in the sky, you know, looking for anything. I look up in the sky, and there's there's those two orbs again, you know, and I'm I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm, like, staring at them for probably about a minute or so. And and then when I was kind of satisfied that I, I sort of made this connection, it's kind of like a just a knowingness that they're like family. It's just an inward knowing. And when I was done looking at them and validated and gave them the peace sign, the love and peace sign, all that, they faded out, went away. Mm. Now, since then, now we've moved to a different location. Uh, we live in Northern California. Um, in the house that I'm presently living in now, I've had dozens of sightings. And uh, some of the inter- more interesting ones, uh, we had a uh, craft fly directly over our house. We were out stargazing, Fran and I. And this craft flew directly over our heads, and as it got directly overhead, it lit up or super bright. And the interesting thing is, is that a friend of mine who lives up in uh, Oregon had sent me a YouTube video about a week later. Apparently somebody up in Washington State captured the exact same thing. It could have even been the same craft because the time frame was about the same. It did, it did exactly what it did to me. It, lit, it went overhead, and it lit up super bright, and he captured it on video. And when I saw it, I thought, wow, that's what I saw. And eventually the video was taken. It, it wasn't on very long, and it was taken off. And then I had a whole bunch of sightings, and two of the really interesting ones are the ones where I had telepathic communication before it happened. Um, we had uh, gone to it. We have a, a monthly spiritual gathering that we go to, and uh, a bunch of friends and us, we all get together. We, we, we just talk about out-of-the-box stuff. And, but, it's, it's, you know, we, we're very spiritual-oriented and really thinking of the bigger universe and the bigger picture that's out there. So we come home from that. I'm up in my office, and I'm just kind of doing some emails and stuff. And I, I get, and a lot of people ask me this. They say, well, what did it sound like when they talked to you in your head? I said, well, it sounds like a loud thought. Mm-hmm. And I got this loud thought of somebody saying, go outside. There's something for you to see. And I thought, okay. So I, I went outside, opened the door, looked to my right. I uh, knew exactly where it looked. Didn't even think twice about it. Looked up in the sky and a very bright orb of light flew over my house. And as soon as I acknowledged it, and I always do the peace sign. As, as far as I'm concerned, they're family. Mm-hmm. So I do this sign. It, it's where I hold, uh, it's like a peace sign up against your heart. Then you hold your, your hand up and you give the peace sign. And it means love and peace. And as soon as I did that, they lit up super bright. It's like they were acknowledging me and saying, hey, howdy, how are you? Good to see you. And they just kept going. And one might say, oh, it was just a coincidence or whatever, but it happened to me again probably a week or two later. And I was in the house, and I heard that loud thought in my head that said, go outside. So I thought, well, I've heard that before. So I went outside and Looked up in the sky, the exact same thing happened. Now we're talking about a craft flying relatively close to my house. Yeah. I mean, close enough to where if it was an airplane, I would have heard some kind of noise. Uh-huh. And it was totally silent. And it was as if it's as, as soon as I made that contact and I acknowledged them, and as soon as I saw them, I'm thinking family. Okay, I'm not, there's not an ounce of fear in me, not, mm-hmm. not even the slightest iota of fear. It's like waving to your family. And, and because I have no fear, and because I have pure intentions in my heart, I, 
I believe that's why mm-hmm. they've made their appearances. And as soon as I acknowledge them, they lit up super bright again, just like they did the last time. Wow. So you really can't explain that away. I mean, skeptics and debunkers will throw out all kinds of ridiculous things. That you, can't, that you can't explain away something like that, where you get a communication, you go outside and you see something that's extraordinary. That, you know, look, I'm a pilot. I know what planes look like. I can take you to any airport. I can... I can tell you the difference between a Piper Archer and a Festa 421 Golden Eagle. Right. I know I know about a lot of the military programs, DARPA. I've done a lot of research on that. I know what kind of craft the military have for the most part. I'm not saying I know all their dark projects. But I used to work for Continental Camera Systems, Astrovision, many years ago, and I actually had security clearances to go into Edwards Air Force Base and install an Astrovision system into their jet so that they could film the, uh, the stealth bomber and the stealth fighter, which were still black projects at that time. And I've spoken to pilots. I spoke to several pilots while I was there, too. So, I've, you know, I've gotten a little bit of insider information here and there, you know, through my experiences. But, well, yeah, I mean, this is really, I mean, this is one of these conversations that, you know, everybody's sitting there and they're thinking, oh, my gosh. You know, how often have I seen something but been afraid to tell somebody about it? You know, Robin, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to hear from Robin Alexis, and the phone lines are open. Robin will tell you exactly what you can call in and connect with her about. Gretchen, we will get with you in a second. For those of you out there that would love to connect with Robin and Steve, 1-800-930-2819. When we come back, Robin's going to share a bit about her story, and she's got an amazing free offer for you guys. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Michelle Bond. I'm the Vedic astrologer who shines a light on what you put into your body. I help you see the blueprint of your life, what your life purpose is, when the times of prosperity are, and how to navigate through the challenges. You feel in control and inspired to live the life you want to live. Come experience an aha moment with me on my show, The Michelle Bond Show, Awaken to a New Reality, every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio. Tune into Intuit University, compassionate guidance, connecting you to your inner wisdom with internationally renowned psychic and medium, Sherry Dillard, each Thursday at 12 Pacific, 3 Eastern. Get ready for an hour of practical spirituality, fun, and a magic carpet ride into the spirit realm. This hit show is a combination of call-in readings and intuitive mentoring as Sherry supports, inspires, and empowers you to create your highest good in relationships, career, finances, life purpose, spirituality, and more. For more information, visit SherryDillard.com. Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellness1.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellness1.net. Have you ever considered what money and sex have in common? Brenda St. Louis, founder of Know That You Know, explores the energies of debt, money, sex, and our bodies. In her four-week intensive, Debt Into Delight, Getting Intimate With Your Digits, she tickles all those places we don't want to look at, infusing everything with exuberance. Would you be willing to have more money? Would you be willing to have more of you? Explore more of Brenda St. Louis at knowthatyouknow.com. I'm Peggy Snow with another Stellar Reflections Minute. 
presence, or what we think of as being fully in the moment, is a key element in the process of healing work. As a practitioner facilitating a session, genuine presence takes us out of our heads where we tend to decide what is and maybe what should be for the client and moves us into direct experience where we're available to witness the person in their wholeness. In this receptive realm, our senses are heightened and expanded, allowing us to perceive what's seeking to unfold and to interact in the moment. There's something profoundly powerful that happens when healing is approached in this simple, pure way. Balance can be restored and healing can take place on multiple levels. If you'd like more information about the services we offer at Stellar Reflections, visit us at StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. If everything's ready here on the dark side of the moon, play the five tones. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Robin Alexis joining us here now, Steve Lance as well. You know, we're talking about real-life experiences, spaceship sightings, abductions, and much more. You know, Steve uh, earlier mentioned uh, Phoenix Lights, and I want to make sure all of you out there know how to find out more about it. Um, You could certainly go to Steve's website, which is stevelanceproductions.com. And then you'll see a link there for Phoenix Lights and also a lot of other things here. Um, Robin, of course, is joining us here today. And her website is RobinAlexis.com. When you get there, you're going to be able to find a lot of information about Mystic Radio. You're going to have uh, information about our newsletter. You're going to have a beautiful, beautiful, amazing picture of Mount Shasta. (laughs) Uh, At least, Robin, that's what I think that is back there. That is Mount Shasta. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, great to have you on the show. You know, before we go and talk a little bit about your experiences, I would love for you to tell folks about the ebook, and then also about the call-in, what um, what's, uh, uh, the options are for them in calling into the show today. Okay. Well, first of all, I do want to invite people to my website, robinalexis.com. On the homepage for free, you will find the book, Robin's song, Treasure Your Soul's Wisdom. It is in ebook format, and you can just click on and go ahead and read it. It is basically my life story. It does talk about how I've had three near-death experiences, and it speaks to the first experience I had with extraterrestrials. I was six years old. It was September of 1961, and we ended up discovering years later, as a result of my parents and myself being hypnotized by uh, Dr. John Mack that it was the same evening as the world-famous Betty and Barney Hill abduction in New Hampshire uh, of September of 1961. So I do encourage people to go and read that ebook, Robin's Song, and learn about that particular experience and other experiences that I've had, which allows me to have the opportunity to be of service to you in the way that I am. I'm so excited to be collaborating uh, with Steve Lance, the producer of the phoenix lights that documentary touched me deeply uh to the point where i hope i don't start crying Mm. i really wish 
that my parents had had something like that to refer to when they were parenting me because to be a young child and experience an abduction and then not have uh, parents or a society who who will even let you be heard even if they think it's your imagination you know the shutdown and the rejection of what I went through I'm sure countless numbers of other people have gone through and I highly recommend uh, watching the documentary because it's just so comforting you you get to hear other people being heard and so then you begin to feel safe being heard about your experiences and I'm so excited today. What we're doing is if you feel that you have had an abduction experience, if you think you might have implants in you, if you've been communicating to an extraterrestrial, if you've seen a spacecraft, we want to hear from you. And between Dr. Pat and Steve and myself, you know, we're probably all going to contribute to helping you feel comfortable with whatever your experience was. And I know some people are pretty adept at communicating telepathically to ETs, and who knows, maybe they'll be calling into the show too. So let's all share, and if you need some help, give us a call. I really, really would love to help you, perhaps even live, we'll be able to telepathically communicate with your abductors and you. But we have to wait and see what's going to happen, because it's always an experience, not an explanation. Mm. Well, you know, let's uh, take a minute and let's go to the phones. Gretchen's been waiting here to chat with us, uh, Robin. So let's do that. And then also, Robin, tell folks, we've opened up the phone lines for those of you out there, 1-800-930-2819. But let's welcome Gretchen to to the show if we could. Hi, Gretchen. Welcome to the show. Hi, Robin. Hi, Gretchen. Hello, all. Oh, hello, hello. I met your wonderful husband over the weekend at Soltec Hot Springs, and we were chatting in the hot tub there, and it was absolutely amazing. I've had all this this strong urge to look you up and then found about found out about the show, and I couldn't sleep, and so I just absolutely knew I had to call it. Well, that's interesting because, yeah, Dr. Pat has been talking to us about that, how uh, there's a cosmic plan. Things get divinely inspired in divine right timing. And so the fluidity of you even finding out about the show on Sunday and then calling in today, that's delicious. How how can we serve you? Well, I have three encounters to talk about. Wow. One, um, 1991 Oceanside, uh, there was a room I was renting while going to college there, and I had a visitor. Um, I was extremely scared, bright light, the sensor lights went off. I was so scared to look up that I tried to call 911. The phone lines were dead. Um, I, I did finally look up from my bed, and I saw a man in a trench coat, and it, it was all black, and his he was wearing a hat, like a cowboy hat, and um, he had snake eyes, mm-hmm. like, uh, or, or cat eyes. And all, you know, he, he, he did uh, communicate telepathically at that time. But all of a sudden, and I, I felt like this was coming to an, an hour earlier, and I just didn't know what was going on, but I, ha- I was surrounded by huge white light, and his eyes being red lasers directly at me, like trying to penetrate the white light all around. 
and this was really, really intense. It went on for about half an hour, and I had a protection shield up at that time. And uh, for three days after that particular event, nothing occurred, but I I got out of there and and went back into San Diego and and couldn't really go back. It was like this was their home, a vortex was opened up in the house, Hmm. Uh, but I would definitely wasn't welcome there, and um, they were... I don't know. They, it, he was trying to abduct me, but for three days after that, I had such a huge sense of enlightenment. Everything I looked at glowed, stones, everything. And this is coming from someone that's never done drugs. <laughs> so so I, I'm as straightforward as, as it gets. But then, you know, another occurrence happened. Well, well, before we go to to the next one, let's kind of um, resolve this one. Sounds like you're pretty uncomfortable with what this experience was for you. That's that's right. It was very very scary, and I didn't know what it was meant. Or it kind of felt like an angel was protecting me from this creature, and and possibly when I, when I spoke to my mom about it, she said maybe that angel died protecting you. You know, because there was such an energy trans transference of a huge protection shield while it was going on. I'm I'm a little Mm -hmm. confused by this because as you're telling me the story, I see you as a little girl, like maybe seven or eight years old. And then, you know, when you talk about the story, even though it was obviously extremely traumatic, there's this other flip side where you felt really enlightened. Yes. And, and so, I was an adult. I was uh, about 18 when it occurred. Okay. Well, when I'm looking at you energetically, I see a little girl aspect of you. Um, and actually, I can feel her uh, holding her hand out. She's going, please help me. And my sense is that she's a part of you that either you compartmentalized or something um, like placed her in a certain frequency that feels like she can't get back home to you. When I say that to you, what do you feel in your body, Gretchen? Do you feel the same maybe. or different? Um, Excuse me. Uh, maybe, maybe. Mm. It, it was it was so real. I mean, it was so vivid. It was so. Um, it was just an absolutely amazing experience. Mm. Um, okay. I was an adult. It felt like angels were protecting me during that time. Um, it, it 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 was so scary. Yeah, I probably went into a hiding shell of a child. You know, just okay. to yes. Yes, and I feel right. My sense is that um, this this disassociated aspect of you that uh, probably experienced something as a child, and maybe you're not recalling it, that part of you may have uh, agreed to something energetically that she didn't know what she was getting herself into. And so uh, one of the things that I, I really want to encourage people that when you have more than one experience, don't kind of coat over what happened. Really sit with your experience and find out, is there something that needs to be healed still inside of me so that you can really integrate yourself? And my sense with you, Gretchen, is that if you, the present time, time you um, felt comfortable to imagine that you're going back in time to this little girl aspect of you and tell her you've come back for her and that you would like her to uh, release any uh, unconscious or unexamined soul contract she may have made 
with energies that she didn't know what she was agreeing to and let her know that she can make those be null and void and then bring that part yeah there you go you're doing it bring that energy right into present time so that when you're having an experience it's you as an adult there you go that's it what are you feeling now Gretchen in your body yes I can remember when another vortex was opened at one time through uh, the Ouija board yeah okay okay and was that when you were younger than 18 yes Okay. It was, my brother opened up another entity, and he said, I won't present myself at this time, but, you know, I've come for her. And then the disc flew across the room and yeah, see, made a dent I'm, in the I'm, wall. Exactly. I'm getting uh, God bumps all over me. My sense is that there can be a little confusion uh, around here. It may be that some of the angelic presences may have been some of the benevolent uh, extraterrestrials who may have come to uh, kind of bail you out of a situation that you had gotten yourself into. Sometimes playing with uh, a Ouija board or any type of psychic energy without understanding that we need to protect ourselves, we can get into trouble. It's kind of like if you're someplace where there's a pedophile. And it feels to me like maybe that... um, trench coat black cowboy with a red laser snake eyes that might not necessarily have been an extraterrestrial that being might have been like a demonic or entity or you know something really creepy and and you know we want to send that back to source and we want you there you go i can feel your energy coming in even stronger so now i feel comfortable if you do having you tell us if it's okay with dr pat sure yes more yes so what was your next experience after that? Well, this one, I moved back to San Diego, was living with my boyfriend, and he experienced the same thing I experienced then. <clears throat> Bright light. Um, a saucer landed, landed in the backyard. Um, know this by, I mean, we, were, we, were, we saw it the next day, and it would not go away and imprint in the grass of a disc after the event. And it stayed there for years afterwards. <laughs> this imprint of of what came and then through the window, he said he sat up and he was trying to protect me and he had his feet on the floor, but he was completely frozen. He said they ended up taking me and I don't really recall being taken, but I remember the whole event, but I don't know where I went at that time. This was about a year and a half later after the first event. Okay, well, I do um, see the experience that you're talking about and I do see that you were uh, taken in the craft Um, so far I'm just seeing you inside of the craft I do see that there's communication going on uh, with you Uh, once again it feels like these particular beings are asking you if you would help in teaching people about them that there's so much um, misunderstanding and miscommunication and that like when you were a child and you mismatched uh, your psychic experiences and then interpreted the the red-eyed creature man as one of them and became afraid of it they wanted you to help in explaining the difference in, in understanding that when we're communicating to different beings and different states of consciousness, there's a lot of different styles and techniques that we can use to be protected. So when you were in that craft, that saucer, mm. I almost feel like that sets you up to be in that tub on Sunday 
when Bob talked to you and then you were able to get in to call on this show. How do you feel when I say that mm-hmm. to you? Well, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, there's been many sightings since then uh, of both um, ETs and, and saucers, and, and I'm just very open healer as well. And, uh, yeah, and I do tell people matter-of-factly about my events. Not all the time, of Mm -hmm. course, you know, there's time and place for it. Um, Yeah, and and all of this is is definitely ordained to get the word out there. And like you said, I I felt a resonance in in my heart when you said that that's what they downloaded that information to me, that they are Mm -hmm. wonderful creatures and beings and they are safe. And even though they come and thank you, <laughs> there's... Uh, well, well, you have to, but you on... See, I think sometimes people uh, make choices when we're children that we don't understand is still impacting us as adults. And the fact that you could go back and re-examine what your inner child had agreed to and, and then choose as an adult in that saucer, do I want to continue this and what is my role evidently you collaborated on that i do want to comment on your boyfriend too mm-hmm. my sense is that he knew that you had some psychic openings and so you know god bless that guy i can yeah. see how much energy he held to protect you and the key here okay. is discernment you know we talk about being discerning of you know people as we wake up to our cosmic beingness there's going to be discernment required of us with different groups of beings or different beings within groups the same way as you might come from a dysfunctional human family there could be some dysfunctional beings or rogue beings you know in other uh, groups of extraterrestrials so we have to learn to be discerning and I think the key is to a open the conversation and b open it in the way that Steve Lance did by producing the Phoenix Lights he just organically knows how to connect with his ET family that is from the heart and is coming in peace. The rest of us may not just know that skill, so we're going to learn it through experiences where sometimes we might make, not a mistake, but we just don't know what we don't know. Steve seems to organically know things or he's learned it because of the life experiences Mm -hmm. and life choices that he's made. And that's vital. As we're opening up this conversation and people start remembering You know, we want everybody to feel safe, and it's vital that someone like Steve opens that container of safety for us to explore these experiences. It's very important. Yes. Yeah, can I just interject something? Because I really think this is important. So I hope everybody puts their listening ears on. Um, There are many, 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 many races of beings out there. And, you know, we live in a multidimensional universe. most of these races are highly advanced, extremely loving, extremely spiritual. But there are, as you said, there are the rogue ones who come from a much darker place, and they exist too. Uh, fortunately for us, this planet has been under protection from a lot of negative races that would love to come here and take it over. However, that being said, there are a couple of races that were allowed to come here. Uh, one of them are the Greys, uh, who are from Zeta Reticuli. The other is a sort of rogue group of reptilians, which are the ones that have the snake eyes that look like reptiles. And uh, they've been working uh, behind the scenes with our black ops, 
and those who are uh, at the top of the pyramid who have been controlling our society for a very long time and have exchanged a lot of technologies in secret and all this mm. going on. Now I won't belabor all that, but my whole point is that uh, there are many, many races of beings, and some are coming from a very angelic place and a very loving place. And I, I feel this compulsion to say that because there's been so much propaganda out there depicting right, right. ETs as wanting to take over our planet. There right. are these ugly-looking, insect-looking creatures, you know. They're actually uh, these beings, a lot of them are very humanoid-looking, actually, are quite beautiful and quite astounding. I mean, if you were in their presence, mm-hmm. you, would, you would feel it. It's just they're coming from such a loving place. Wow. You and know, I cannot believe that we have just about... I, I can't believe the hour is gone. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Before we hop off, Gretchen, I want to thank you. Um, Robin and Steve, please let folks know more about the movie. Let them know how they can get a hold of each of you. Go ahead, Steve. Um, well, to get more information on the movie, uh, and especially the Phoenix Lights event itself, um, go to thephoenixlights.net. And it's the most comprehensive website out there on the Phoenix Lights event. Mm. And uh, all the information is right there. Wow. And Robin, how about you? Best place for folks to find you and your radio show and everything else about you? RobinAlexis.com, and when you do come to the website, be sure and click on the free ebook Robin Song Treasure Your Soul's Wisdom. It does have information about my first experience being abducted. And I would like to, when we come back, ask Steve what his take of that man with those snake eyes, who that was. Was it a demon or was it a reptilian? I'm really curious his take on it. Oh, brother. Let's uh, take a shorty, everyone. We'll see you on the next time on the Dr. Pat Show. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one. Transformation Talk Radio. Transformation Talk Radio. A higher consciousness perspective. The hosts on Transformation Talk Radio offer a positive and new paradigm shift, a new vision for a collective future. They are empowering and helping all of us experience a powerful wave of personal shifts and cultural change as we break through to even greater levels of awareness. Take down our toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. Call in, connect, make sure you tap into some of the world's most empowering psychics, healers, and more. Get an on-air reading with the best. Tune in, transformationtalkradio.com. Hey, everybody, we'll see you there. We are living in a time of great challenges and greater opportunity for transformation. The good news is that public awareness of the need for change is also growing exponentially. More than ever, your transformative message is needed to empower millions across the globe. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, host of The Dr. Pat Show, and I'm excited about announcing an unprecedented opportunity for growth as we expand our broadcast by launching Transformation Talk Radio and the Transformation Network. Join me and a team of amazing people and host your own show on Transformation Talk Radio. Get ready to expand your horizons, tap into the best listeners anywhere, and join one of the most positive and expansive networks today. Historically, there came a time when the boundary of water was transcended as man developed the boat. 
and the barriers of water became freeways. Join Dr. Pat as she launches this exciting venture. To host a show, call 1-800-930-2819 or email host at transformationtalkradio.com.